0: Hey everybody, superfan Giovanni here. Welcome to Classic Loveline episode 509 from September 10th, 1997, a Wednesday night show with guest Smash Mouth. This seems to be the band making their Loveline debut, and Drew immediately comments on Adam's mood tonight. Adam says he's heard about Drew being in a mood, and Drew tells him about doing an interview with Amherst, his college. Adam is still baffled why none of these people want to talk to him as well, and Adam gets Drew to spit up his coffee in record time which is a quick 180 of their opening comments about their mood. A very weird flow, but they immediately seem to get right in the game. And Drew brings up Adam's now much clearer demeanor after expelling all the nitrous from the previous episode. Drew reveals he's been spinning around from the travel and stimulation of their schedule, and we get some very interesting gossipy off-show chatter with producer Anne. Adam teases the arrival of tomorrow's guest, Victoria Silstead, and tells Drew about going to the unveiling of her Playmate of the Year cover. Now, that episode would come to be infamous for a variety of reasons. One being because uh, Lynette wasn't the biggest fan of it. It's also one of the episodes where uh, I Just Thought You Should Know was then used to describe Adam's behavior. Not so bad. Uh, Victoria has a couple more visits after the next one. Uh, it's going to be a classic episode. Smash Mouth will as well have many more visits. Uh, this is just the start. Whether you like their music or not, you may still enjoy them as guests. Very, very interesting guests. A little loud, but good, good on air. There's even an infamous episode with Engineer Anderson from the mid 2000s. Uh, that's pretty, pretty epic. Some great drop work. As per usual, this was recorded in 1997. Some of the medical advice may be out of date. Please consult your own physician or contact Doctor Drew and Mike Cathwood on current day love line one eight hundred L O V E one nine one. Listener discretion is advised. You can follow us on Twitter at Podcast One on Facebook, Podcast One there as well, and Podcast onecom the home of the your Fair Podcast. Mahalo, and get it on.
1: The following program is a podcast podcast1.com production. <sighs> Two, three, four, eight. Welcome to Bloodline with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew.
2: Would you sleep with sick women?
1: I may be pregnant, but I'm still a man. Spank the unruly ones. It's indecent, it's vulgar, it's blasphemous. I'm going to write you till you can't stand up. Come on, come on, let's go down. All right, all right, keep your... Love lines meant for an adult audience. Love line may contain sexually oriented content. Listener discretion is advised. Here's Loveline with Dr. Drew and Adam Carolla.
3: Yes. Phone number 1-800-LOVE-191. Fax number 310-854-4455. I'm Adam Carolla. This is Dr. Drew. He's a board-certified physician and an addiction effing medicine specialist. Yes. Aren't we in a mood tonight? I heard you were in a little bit of a mood. Really? Yes. Why? Well, just, you know, word on the street. I was doing an interview with somebody back at my college. What? What college? Amherst. What do they want?
4: They wanted to do an interview. For the, a, the For, for the paper? paper or something, yeah. Oh. They want us to come speak there, too, so you'll you'll get to see the f- mm-hmm. fine college on the hill.
3: They don't want to talk to me? No. What is that, Drew? Why aren't people interested in entertainment these days?
4: Well,
3: I mean, maybe, maybe they, they are. Just, <laughs> they want to talk to you. They could just uh, crack JAMA. <laughs> It's going to be the name of my band, Crack Jamma. (laughs) Boy, Drew's spitting up his coffee this early in the show. Yes. Uh, No, I mean, you know, just open a medical textbook. It's like an interview with Drew. Uh, Just look at page, like, uh, pick a chapter, just do, uh, you know, page 37 through uh, 41. Yeah, Yeah. sometimes uh, I feel like telling people to do that. (laughs) Really, here's the reference, go read it. All right, Dr. Drew is uh, in the house tonight. Yeah, I don't use that term in the house enough. You see much better tonight. Thank you. Yeah, the, the nitrous is finally uh, cleared from it's, your system. I, 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 um, I blew it. I passed it right out of my system. <laughs> I took in enough gas uh, to fill a portly man. Oh, yes. Worth of nitrous, and I think I, I just let nitrous farts go the entire day. That's nice. And then, uh, of course, with the uh, cover flapping technique I employ was uh, quite amusing. You
4: heard I was in a bad mood today?
3: Yeah. Just I'm, in general. Not, not today. Just in general. That I've been in a bad mood? Yeah. You've had a little puss on. Really? Yeah, you all right?
4: No. Okay. What's the matter? I've been this, this, all this traveling stuff we've done. I've been like, my head's been spinning around.
3: Yeah. You all right?
4: I think so. A little anxious for some reason. I couldn't figure out why, but I think it's just all this stimulation we've been through.
3: It's time to relax. Who told you I was in a bad mood? Hey, word has who it. Was, who told us? Uh, listen, you I, was in bad. I don't want to say Ann, Ann, and get her all, uh, get her all pissed off. But
5: no, you just been cranky.
3: Oh, last night I was cranky. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All right, yeah. you don't remember yes. as far back as last night. I thought he was talking about That's tonight. the last time I saw you. Yes, yes. Uh, okay. Uh, tonight our guest is Smash Mouth. Now, Smash Mouth, I hear, is at the Palace right now, just getting off stage and making room for Sugar Ray, who will be in here next Monday. So they are on uh, route to the Loveline Studio, and uh, with any luck at all, they'll be in here and uh, certainly get in the last hour with Smash Mouth. Also, tomorrow night we'll have uh, Victoria. S- uh, boy, this is going to be easy. Uh, Silvstedt. She's a Playmate of the Year. I went to the whole unveiling and everything when over was at that? the mansion. Uh, I guess I must have done it in January. Why I don't you? quite remember. Well, I had a bunch of guys from radio out there, and I just went there. You know, free booze, free food, get oh, your picture yeah. taken with a Playmate. Uh, and she funny. is just uh, incredible. She's a former Miss Sweden. <laughs> by the way, um, I, you know, I don't like going on blind dates, but if, that's all I would need to hear, by the way. Former Miss Sweden, although I'd, I would have gotten uh, Miss Sweden 1941. Right. The uh, pre-World War two Miss Sweden. Anyway, she is, uh, oh, yes, a guest model as well. Yeah, she is uh, she is all that. And, uh, you know, she's from Sweden, so she's got to be smart. So uh, we'll see her tomorrow. What do you think you get for getting uh, Playmate of the Year, Drew? Well, what did it say, $100,000 there? Uh, don't read. You know nothing of radio. All right. And what kind of car? Corvette. Porsche Box. Oh. Okay. All right, so she'll be in tomorrow night. Smash Mouth will be in later on tonight, and until then, we will talk to... Aria.
6: Hi.
3: Wait a minute. How do you say this name? It's Aria. Oh, okay. You're 26.
6: Right. Um, okay, here's, here's my problem. I um, was separated from my husband last year for a few months, and during that time, um, I went down to California, and I met a really great guy. Who kept encouraging me to go back to my husband?
4: Why are we separated?
6: Um, he kind of forgot I existed and was married to his work.
4: And why? In what context was the guy encouraging you to go back? Like we shouldn't be doing this. You got to go back to your husband.
6: No, um, we were we were pretty moving pretty fast. Um, nothing incredibly intimate. But he just kept saying, you know, are you sure that you don't want to go back? And and are you sure you don't want to make your marriage work? And things like that. Hm
3: um I'm trying to figure out this guy's angle
4: that's what I'm wondering too. either he's really a good guy and was trying to was feeling so guilty and you didn't want to be a part of all this possible
6: well, he had just he had just gotten um well he'd been out of out of his marriage for two years and his wife had cheated on him
4: Mm-hmm.
6: and he just felt really hurt and he didn't want to okay. see somebody all
4: right, to So he was empathizing with
3: your husband right. identifying with your husband why'd right. you come out to california?
6: That's where my mom is
3: okay. How long after you got to California did you meet this guy?
6: About a month.
3: Okay.
6: It wasn't like, you know, a rebound thing. But, right. Um, and my husband called one day, and he begged me to come home, and I did. And I've been here um, for over a year now, and he asked me for a divorce, and that was a few months ago. And so now um, that I haven't been able to get this other guy out of my head for the past almost year and a half, um, and I've even talked to him a couple times, um, I'm wondering if I dare make contact with him when I move back because I'm getting ready to move back to California.
4: Well, a Why wouldn't you? I'm not clear on that.
6: Well, I, I just don't know if I should. I don't know, you, I guess you're going
4: to divorce your husband. Right. That guy's still single. Right. Why wouldn't you?
6: Um, the last time I talked to him, he said it was too painful to talk to me.
4: Right, because you had no possibility of a relationship at that time. Now you're freed up.
6: Right. I just don't know if.
2: if
4: Either that, or he doesn't want to be in the. Adam's got a puss. So he thinks the guy doesn't want to be in the relationship at um,
2: all.
3: No, I want to. I want to believe. He's either a supreme scumbag or a supremely good guy. Yeah. Well, yeah, but 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 let me explain something about a supremely good guy. Even supremely good guys are almost that way by default or by uh, by fault well, in yeah, some but way. You're being a little bit cynical about humans. That's like saying
4: a, yes, a, a, a somebody who's able to contain aggression uh, really wants to kill people. But they containing the aggression. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. That's like you and your attraction theory. You don't care what they're attracted about. It works.
3: Yeah. All right. I'm just, I, here's my thing. If he's with a woman in California who's just left her husband uh, back, where are you from? Oregon. From Oregon. And he's really into her. I think he's going to, he's going to, the penis is selfish. Drew, I've said this many no, a time. No, it's dysfunctional. The penis is dysfunctional and it's selfish. Part of being dysfunctional is being selfish. Yeah. I'm just thinking, you know, even a really decent guy, if he's with a woman that he really feels special about... He's going to fight for it. He's going to fight for
2: it.
4: Yeah. You know, but when people well, are... Vo- after I got
6: back. And we when, talked on the phone Right.
4: Line. When people are are violating sacred values like marriage and things... It, it, you
3: know, let me check into this guy. What's this guy do for a living?
6: He was in the Marine Corps.
3: No, no. All bets are off. Alright, what happened before he was discharged?
6: Well no, he just retired.
3: He retired from the Marine Corps. Right. How many years did he have it?
6: Um at least ten. How old oh.
3: is he? How old a guy is he?
6: He's um twenty nine now. Okay.
3: okay, what's he doing now?
6: Um he's a helicopter mechanic.
3: Is he a religious man?
6: Mm, I don't think so.
3: What kind of music does he listen to? Mm,
6: that's pretty normal stuff. Like his beer? Alanis. No, he doesn't he likes wine.
3: Mm Mm-hmm. But he doesn't drink too much? No. Hmm.
6: He drinks beer once in a while. All right. He's just a pretty normal guy.
3: All right. And when was the last time you spoke to him?
6: About four months ago.
3: But didn't you know the relationship was on the rocks four months ago? Your husband's?
6: Um, yeah.
3: And didn't you express that to him?
6: Yeah, but he said, because I was so far away, it was was just too too much. All right.
3: Go go check it out. Go check it out. out. What's the guy's number? Let me talk to him.
6: If I knew it right off hand I would. He moved. So now I have to go trudge
3: him up again. Oh, that's gonna look good and desperate. Uh well
6: I am. what can I say?
3: You're gonna be able to find him though.
6: I hope so. Of
3: course. Check why it out. not? Give it a try.
6: I have his phone number somewhere. Give I- it a try. You but say? be
3: be careful. Yeah.
6: yeah right? why
3: why are you so worried? I mean We're the ones that are supposed to be skeptical, not you. Yeah. You talk to the guy, don't you believe
6: him? Well, he just I don't want to hurt him again
3: don't worry about that you're not going to hurt him again you're back in la to stay right or back yeah. in california to stay yeah and you, you have feelings for him hard ones hard feelings yeah I mean big feelings yeah okay well why deny you and and him uh, your your graciousness
6: i guess more i'm i'm afraid to get hurt and i'm afraid to hurt him
3: all right Well, all right. Just, you gotta take risks <laughs> yeah okay. listen you gotta Especially you guys. gotta leave the house once in a while are uh, you have any kids?
6: I have three. Oh, oh. Yeah.
3: <sighs> yeah. All right. <laughs> Listen. Worry about the kids, for yeah. Christ's sake.
6: Oh Will well. W- yeah. They're they're covered. Their dad's a good guy, and and I know that. You know.
3: Well, what are you gonna do? When are you gonna see your kids?
6: Um, as often as I can. I'm going to school to be a flight attendant. So I'm
4: hoping I'll be able to fly up and stay whenever possible. What? Why don't I've never what? Wait, wait, going, wait to wait school,
3: why do you have to go to school to be a flight attendant? I, I I got on a plane four times in the last two weeks. and I think I could be a flight wait attendant.
4: Wait a minute. Why don't you have custody of your children?
6: Oh well, I could. It's joint.
4: Well, it's, I get a I,
3: I, <laughs> <laughs> yes. The pot has been sweetened, Drew. <laughs>
4: three kids joint there's, custody and, there's, there's a vibe going on here though. and
6: one well one of them is new new and and he knows about her my what? other two. he felt well i have a 7 year old a 5 year old and a 6 month old
4: and you're
3: not with the 6 month old
6: well no she's with me yeah she's with me it's the boys cuz they're in school and and i didn't want to take them away from that is a
3: 6 month old going to travel with you to california
6: yeah probably well, what are you
3: going to do when you're a flight attendant
6: um, well I'm I'm either gonna be a flight attendant or a ticket agent.
4: What were you planning to do as a flight attendant with a one year old?
6: Um, let her stay with her daddy. For a while anyway.
4: Uh, you raised in an orphanage or something? Huh? Were you raised in an orphanage or a foster home or something?
6: No. Should have been though. I probably would have gotten better care. What happened? Oh, my mom's just real mentally abusive.
3: Uh-huh. Hey. And it
6: comes down once again to a bad childhood.
3: Listen, everybody s- start with that information.
6: <laughs> no, I uh, have to,
3: yeah, I, it I have to remove that like a cancer from now, people.
6: I'm try- now I'm trying to do what's best for them and by getting on my feet. Because I've been a stay-at-home mom for over five years. Uh, by trying to get on my feet first.
3: Okay. Them all ahead. right, all right. Drew's got a puss on. But uh, listen, it is true. Maybe she should get on her feet.
4: Not, not until the kid's like
3: three years old. but all right, whatever. How much schooling do you need to be a flight attendant? I don't know. Let me tell you what you need to know to be a flight attendant. You need to be able to say, um, hot cart coming through. Get out of the way. And by the way, that get out of the way thing they give you, it's usually after they've cleaned out your knee. I don't know how they figure those carts out. You know those food carts? Oh yeah,
4: they clock me every time.
3: Yeah, because they make a chair that's good enough for, um, a Billy circus Barty. performer. Right, right. Yeah, Billy Barty could sit in this chair comfortably. Anyone... Even approaching six feet, or God forbid over six feet, has some appendage hanging out Absolutely. into the aisle. Yeah. And they come through there like it's a goddamn tractor pull And that thing is like, um, that thing is molten hot and it's actually a quarter inch wider than the actual aisle. I don't know how the math works, but it, I can tell you it is, if you measured the cart and measured the aisle, the cart would be marginally wider. And then they get just a huge head of steam going, and they go barreling down that, and anything that's hanging out is going to get clipped. Yeah. It's like, uh, you know, hanging uh, hanging your leg out of a train or something. All right, anyway. So how much training could that take, really, Drew? You, they probably need, she probably needs to have a degree in order to be eligible, I bet you. Wayne. Yes. You're 28. Yes. What's going on?
2: Uh,
7: when will this be broadcast?
3: Uh, Can I ask? I'm this close to hanging up on you. What's your question?
7: Okay, um, well, there's this girl that I'm interested in.
3: What are you on right now?
7: Well, on well, my on? nothing.
3: Do you have any kind of um, impairment that we should know about?
7: Uh, no.
3: You've not been drinking? No. How about, um, were you ever dropped or anything when you were younger? No. No, everything's fine? Yeah. Okay, continue.
7: Well, see, it's my younger brother's um, ex-girlfriend. And me and her grew attached to each other. Uh But nothing ever happened. Uh
4: Uh-huh. What's your question?
7: Well, she broke up with him. Or he broke up with her.
4: Thus he is the ex-girlfriend. What's your question?
7: Well, she's, every time I talk to her, she's kind of reluctant to talk to me. Let
4: me ask this again. What is your question?
7: How do I go about explaining or asking her out?
3: Uh, Why don't you just go ahead and ask her out?
7: I did that. What did she say? She didn't give me uh, an answer All right. really.
3: Not getting an answer means no. She just Hey Wayne. Let's talk about you for a second. What? What do you do for a living?
7: Uh I work at a factory.
3: What do you manufacture?
7: Uh, uh deli um food packaging trays.
3: Y- you do uh, like p- pimento platters and stuff like that?
7: Um, well, we work with uh, plastic. Uh
3: huh. Uh huh. You wash your hands real? You wash your hands and everything? Yes. Of organic solvents? That's good. Yeah. And is the place properly ventilated? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I'm just trying to, you know, exhaust uh, my we possibilities got here.
7: Certification and everything like that.
3: All right. All right, Wayne, and everything's good with you. You don't abuse drugs? No. What's your favorite TV show, Wayne?
7: My favorite TV show? Oh. I'd have to say Star Trek Voyager.
3: Okay. All right. Find someone else to ask out, Wayne. She's not interested. It, Call her crazy. Piss I piss
4: off the brother, too.
3: Yes. Well, we're picking up right where we left off last night, are aren't we? We? we really are. What's going on? What's going on with these calls of ours? <laughs> Mm, I like the music anyway. I think my IQ just went up like 35 points. It really did. All things being relative. It was just the nitrous getting out of your system. Jason. Yes. Hey, you're 20. Yeah. Um. Boy, you lucid.
8: <laughs> uh, well, my question is, uh, every time my fiance and I have unprotected sex, uh, she gets a yeast infection.
4: Unprotected? Yes. No condom?
8: Right. Well, she's on the pill.
4: Mm-hmm.
8: So, I was wondering, what could be causing that?
4: What is she doing... How often is every time?
8: Oh, it's not very often at all because she's really afraid to get pregnant, so we hardly ever not use a condom. So,
3: so she's on birth control and use a condom. Right. But you're saying that uh, there's something, uh, there's some um, component of your semen that is causing this?
8: Uh, oh, I don't know what it is. She just says she gets a yeast infection every time. How many times has this happened? Um, I'd say at least... Five, five to ten, I guess. What does she know. do to
4: treat them when it happens?
8: Just uh, store bought, you know, like Monostat seven or FemSat. Does 3, she uh, have any
4: Does she have any medical problems?
8: Not that I know of, no.
4: Is She on any other medications? Uh, no. It, it is possible that she's not completely eradicating the infection when she treats it. It's possible that there's just that you could have some fungus on your on your. your, your are you uncircumcised?
8: Uh, no.
4: Okay. It's still possible that you could have some fungus that uh, is not obvious or not symptomatic for you. And it's just the case that really anything that disturbs the environment in there can sort of bring on signs of an e- of yeast infection, and it seems to, it seems to clear up with the over the counter medication. Yeah, as okay. far as I know, it does. So there's something there's something about uh, maybe the pee. Who knows what? Uh, but almost anything. But well, wouldn't disrupt-
3: it have to do with the with the sperm? Could be. Well, because that's the only difference, isn't there? Well, there's n- no. There's the skin.
4: There's there's a the skin of his genitals are being exposed in there too. Yeah.
8: Well, I think she was told by one of her uh, gynecologists that I was carrying the yeast infection myself. Right. That's and the point. That's I one. Just keep giving it back. That to
4: is one of the real. That uh, is a real possibility. Okay. It's is not necessary. I to do to treat that? Well, it depends if it's in the urethra or if it's on the skin. I mean, you should see your doctor about it. And they can determine that. Some, some, it depends. Uh, men don't
3: usually harbor that that infection. I think okay. I harbored it once.
8: I have. I have another question. Uh, uh I do have a swollen uh, vance deferens. I. That's what the urologist told me. Yeah, we
2: had
4: that question last night too.
8: Yeah, I I heard that question. I was just maybe wonder about it because he was talking about the like prostate area pain too. He gets sometimes, and I get that as well. Right. So could this all be related?
4: Uh, I really doubt it. But you should. Did they treat your uh, spermatic cord thickening and all that? Give it some antibiotics?
8: Yeah, just like some. Know, like yeah. ibuprofen, anti-inflammatory. Anti-inflammatory. You so. said it was nothing to worry about. It He's is
4: just nothing just... to worry about, but it's going to get more symptomatic when you're older.
3: All right, so you're saying he could be harboring the yeast and giving her a, a yeast injection right. each time they have sex without the condom. Right. Uh, yeah, one you, of the ways he can uh, obviously he can find out if it's significantly
4: or probably in the semen is to try to pull out and see if she she'll, see if she still gets it.
3: Yeah. And uh, he should document it by filming this procedure, right, Drew? Uh, no, no. Oh. Okay, yeah, it's just trying to be clinical. Yeah, I appreciate that. Oh, I tell you, the vagina, Drew, it's like a, um, it's like a a, a, a a tide pool. It really is. And uh, when a guy gets in there, it's like, it's like dumping a can of oil into it. It just throws off uh, right, the whole. Right. It's a very delicate balance. Oh yes. See, it's it's like this, listeners. The, uh, the ecosystem. is really a whole ecosystem going on in the vagina. Absolutely. There, uh, Flora, e- fauna. Let me explain. Like, you know, when we have this um, um, what the hell is this called? Like El Nino stuff? Mm-hmm. It heats up the water just a little bit. That doesn't. What's the big deal? So the water's a temperature a uh, degree and a half warmer than it was last year, or normally. Well, then the little plankton ends up dying. And then uh, the crap that eats the plankton can't get the plankton so they end up going off and then the stuff that eats the stuff that eats the plankton it eats the stuff that eats the stuff before you know it uh the whole place looks like a toilet this is what happens with women you throw something off just a little bit whole thing goes into a tailspin yep it's really um it's it's the uh, crotch house effect yes you can quote me on that Drew. all right let's just uh sell megan here before we go to break megan Yes, hi. Hi, you're 24.
9: I sure am, and I have a question for Drew, actually. Um, I've just recently started listening to the show, and I have been really impressed with your broad base of knowledge, uh, whether it be uh, physical or emotional or mental illness. Thank you. (laughs) And I was just curious as to what your credentials were. I would like to... Share your knowledge. Okay. So how can do I go just? About it? Can I just
3: dispense this, or let's make it fast?
4: Okay. Uh, medical school, and mm-hmm. residency in internal medicine. Okay. Uh, then I became chief of medicine at a psychiatric hospital. I've been practicing medicine for the last ten years. That his dad ran. And no, and uh, then uh, became involved in addiction medicine and got a board certification in that and uh, run an addiction recovery program. Oh wow. So it's been a lot of training, years and years and years.
3: I took a speech and diction class at Valley College in 1985. This this is why she wasn't asking you. Oh. I have to
9: say, I am impressed with Adam's broad range of sarcasm and insults.
4: He actually, I'm going to run to Adam's defense here. He actually has a very good understanding and sensibility about these things we're trying to do. He, He understands the difference between doing good and being irresponsible here.
2: Well, great.
4: Yeah. I
9: have Although it doesn't sound
3: like it, it's there.
9: One more question for you. Yeah. How long have you been singing opera?
3: Uh, oh, boy. How did yeah. you find out Drew sung opera?
9: Well, when I was talking with the uh, woman who put me on hold, I mentioned that I had just graduated with two degrees, one in psychology and one in music, and that I sing opera. And she says, oh, well, so does Drew. And I had no idea.
4: Well, I did it since
3: college. Since college I was, since I was you 19. started before college, didn't you? you know,
4: I was about 1918 when I
3: started. You must have been Oh.
4: I mean I didn't really, I didn't really start and What year opera. were
3: you What year were you at your at your uh, operatic height? I mean, when were you the Ooh. most in opera? What year? I was like 24. I, I really was What year? 84. Oh boy. You must have taken a beat Yeah, campus. but not, it was
4: just it was nobody knew about. It, it was just a, it was just a hobby really. I mean, Megan, you can sing opera? Mhm. Why don't
3: you give us a few bars of something? No, don't make her do that. Shut oh shut up. come on! Oh Drew, you're three minutes late to our break. Stop, uh, stop transferring uh, your own. Well, I know I'm next. That's the no, problem. Th- that's what I'm saying. No, you're not also, next. That can sing yeah, that's right. Shut the. <laughs> now come on, Drew. Would you jump in? Come on. All right, one uh, uh, Megan. Just do this line before we go to commercial.
9: Okay. I already did.
3: I know, but I'm going to give you the line to do. Okay. The hills are alive with the sound of music.
9: Oh, God, no.
3: Come on. No, 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 no. no. Do it in an operatic way. That's
9: that's like sacrilege.
3: Please. I'll show you my sacrilege. (laughs) Come on, give give me the hills are alive with the sound of music. Wow. Clap. Go ahead and clap, Drew. I thought that, uh, Drew's got a puss on because he has a very uh, discerning palate. No, right. I thought that was excellent. Hey, I'm Megan. i still
9: a baby, just, I have to say. Yeah. I you... 10 years ago before I hit my prime. How but fat are you? How, you know what? <laughs> I get that question a lot. Um, I'm actually 5'6", 125, and people look at me wow. when I'm dancing opera and they go, aren't you supposed to be fat? Wow. So all those listeners out there, I have lots of operatic friends who
3: are skinny. You and Drew are the Ken and Barbie of opera.
9: Oh. All
3: right, Megan. Listen, I'm going to put you on hold. Okay. You know why? Why? Because I want you to be the official um, opera voice of Loveline. <laughs> I want to go back to you once in a while and have you uh, like like maybe later on you could do like a Smash Mouth song or something like that. All right, could well, you?
9: Well, h- Adam, let me tell you, I, I kind of have a life.
3: <laughs> yeah, I know, but we'll just put you on hold for a few minutes. Okay. Thanks. All right, hang around, would you? Okay. All right. Get one of those things and spray it into your mouth, <clears throat> and we'll be back.
10: I began to float up and away from my
1: body. Uh, lady, you better get back here. If you're not here when Loveline returns, they're gonna be pissed. float, float, float.
3: float. <laughs> Blinds galore, baby. Cool your home, man. You want to talk about it. I know it's getting hot. It's hot where we are. It's hot where you are, I'm it's sure. It's hot right here. It's hot right here. Oh. Yeah, turn the air down a little. Anyway, it, the, the sun's just blasting through. I mean, think about how hot your car gets. I think how much cooler your car would be if you parked it out in the sun if it had blinds all the way around. Well, that's the same thing with your house. And then also, everything gets bleached out. The fabric gets bleached out. The... You get bleached out. The carpet gets bleached out. Blindsgalore.com. Quality, custom-built blinds and shades made just for you. We use them here. Use them there. It's the kind of thing you get once, and you use it for the next 25 years. So let's get going. Free samples, free shipping, free design advice, and uh, real easy. And you save money over the big box stores. Blinds Galore. I really do have Blinds Galore. Go to BlindsGalore.com. Let them know I sent you. Let them know that uh, they are proud sponsors and that you heard it here BlindsGalore.com Alright
7: Hi, this is David Spade and when I'm driving around listening to the radio if there's absolutely nothing on any other station I listen to Love Line with Adam and Drew because I'm naughty
3: Hey, that's Smash Mouth, isn't it? Yes, the very band that plays this song may be here anytime. May be here at any moment. <laughs> <laughs> you know the song, Ranger? Right, huh? No, mm-hmm. no. Okay, I know the bumper. Because you it plays listen, every night. Because when you drive in your car, what do you listen to? Opera. Opera. News. How much opera can you? How much opera can you listen to? A lot. Really? Yeah. Do You listen to the same stuff over and over again, no,
4: I buy new stuff that's my that's my big indulgence. It's probably the only thing I ever buy in fact is it
3: opera, yeah. I thought they just gave that stuff away. No, they sell it it's pretty expensive yeah really who 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 are the some some of the people you're hot on? are they all dead? No, you like some of the living people, yeah, who's the Elvis of opera right now?
4: Yeah. it depends what you're into Is opera don't is right,
3: opera like a lot that. bigger in Europe than it is here I mean like uh, pro- yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you're in Italy or Germany or something, you're a big opera star. Yeah. Everyone knows who you are, right? Yeah. I mean, here it's only in certain circles. Okay. Yeah. Very small, geeky circles. Yeah. Megan. Yes. We're gonna let you go. Oh. Okay. I, I want you to do one thing for me, though. No, don't make him she, do. Oh, this. Don't make her do this. God damn, Drew. Do, do you have any sense at all about you, Megan? Yes. I want you to do the kill the rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about?
9: I know what you're talking about.
3: All right, give me that. And I think
9: I think that Drew
2: should do Kill the Rabbit.
3: Drew should do Kill the Rabbit, but Drew won't because um, Drew's only sort of half committed to the radio show.
2: Oh. It's
3: really more of a hobby than it is you know, a job. You know, that is
9: obvious when you guys are talking, too. You have so much more passion than he does.
3: I know. He just kind of hangs back. keeps uh, He keeps asking what day it is because uh, the paychecks come on the 15th and 30th, and that's pretty much what he's interested in.
2: Well,
9: I, I don't have a voice low enough to do kill the rabbit.
3: But do it, do it, do it high. Kill the rabbit, kill the rabbit. You know what I'm talking about? Okay, give me just one. Ready? Here we go. Stop.
9: Okay, let here. me, let me think here.
2: Kill the rabbit, kill the rabbit, kill the rabbit. The
9: Something like that?
3: <laughs> oh, that was excellent. Oh,
9: great! I'm glad you're pleased.
3: Yes, uh, it's all we could do to get a clap out of Drew, well, the uh, really, the opera snob.
9: He is kind of an opera snob. That's uh, okay. I understand, though. I know I have lots to learn.
3: No,
4: you're excellent. I'm just worried. I'm just disturbed by what Adam's doing to you. That's all.
3: Could you imagine the um, the voice that the kids uh, that you sired between the two of you would have? You know what I'm saying? Exactly. If you and Megan ever got, got together. Just, just quite a thought. Jennifer. Yes. Hey, you're 25. Yes. What's going on?
11: I have a problem. Um, let me start backwards. this time to spare you the uh, discomfort of asking me later. <laughs> um, with my childhood, my parents um, divorced at an early age. Um, well, basically, to get to my problem... I'm kind of opposite of a caller that you had last night. She was saying that she was, she had a problem with pornography. On the other end, I'm extremely interested in pornography. (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm.
11: (laughs) And I don't know where that can stem from because I don't know if I was sexually abused as a child. If if I was, it must have been when I was extremely young because I have no recollection of it. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, it's just, you know I'm into pornography and into you know adult chat lines and it's just something that I've recently thought about and I was wondering if you might know where it could be what
4: what do you mean by addicted
11: well not addicted but it's like something that I do on a regular basis I try not to but and
4: and what is it you do
11: just (laughs) I have an interest in it and it's a Turn on for
4: me. So, but but that that does not mean addiction. I mean, there are women that are that enjoy that. Hmm,
11: okay. It's
4: it's a mostly for men. and It is mostly a visual experience, and indeed, it is a something that men typically are drawn to more than women. But
3: there are women that like that.
2: Okay. Yeah,
3: it's not bizarre.
11: <laughs> okay, so you wouldn't think that would be unusual. As a matter
3: of fact, the chicks that are in it say they enjoy it.
4: So there you go but i i it, i get a sense from the way you describe it that there's a sort of an escapist quality to all this for you it's like it's like some sort of alter you know ego that comes out of you some is, is that is that it? it's sort of a separate
11: well it's usually i you know watch this and talk on these lines by myself i don't i'm not in the company of a, of my boyfriend or anything does he know you do this he's aware of it yeah i'm he knows and he has no problem. How
4: with it. did you first develop this habit? What we what was the what did it do for you?
11: Well, mm, I don't know like what age, but I can tell you that back when I was 6 or 7 that I looked at pornography, you know, as far as adult books, and that was only because it was around. Do you life.
4: remember how you reacted to that when you were that age?
11: Um extreme interest. I remember I was interested in it. I wasn't just like I picked it up, looked through it, and put it away. Well,
3: some people have a green thumb, some have a musical ear. You just have a um, perverted vagina? <laughs> See, I What think, would that be, Drew? I
4: think kids that are exposed to sexually explicit material at a young no, age get, nice. I, I do think they get sort of Pre- prematurely sexualized and traumatized as a result of that and get sort of stuck on that, <clears throat> and, and, that and that's sort of, why some, it's sort of a, a way of thinking about why some kids become hypersexual if they're let me explain, let me explain it this
3: way Drew Yeah. most people that die of lung cancer smoke two packs a day yes sometimes people die of lung cancer and never smoke a cigarette in their life I understand life.
4: that but she, she was you understand that but she was exposed to explicit sexual material at age five
3: uh, it was age six and it wasn't all that dirty it was like a penthouse at yeah, most, right?
11: No, it was pretty dirty. It no was cheap magazines.
4: Yeah, what, 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 This was your dad's stuff?
11: No, it was my younger brother's stuff, or older brother, I should How say.
4: How was that. your older brother?
11: Um, At the time, he must have been 14 or so.
4: Was he doing anything weird around you?
11: No, no, and, and that's why I asked, because I'm not sure. I was starting to think maybe it was something that happened to me as...
2: You know, an infant. Right. Right. No, not Hold necessarily. No, no, no. Mike.
3: No. Mike, shut your screen. No, don't even. Second. Don't Please. you dare. You've done enough damage. You wouldn't sing opera. You've done uh, 10 minutes on Jennifer uh, trying to find pornography in the house. Let me talk. <laughs> Jennifer? Yeah. Uh, what kind of pornography do you enjoy?
11: All kinds. Mm-hmm. Um, not so much like the bondage or anything like mm-hmm. that. Speciality. Nothing like that. Just the regular.
3: Uh-huh. Uh, you, you like the lesbian stuff? Sure. <laughs> And uh, what about these chat lines you get involved with, these 900 numbers?
11: It would be this, well, what's your question, actually? Does your
3: boyfriend know about the 900 numbers?
11: Yeah, he's aware of it.
3: Does he know that you uh, masturbate to these 900 numbers, to <laughs> these strange voices coming over the phone? Yes. <laughs> and he doesn't have a problem with that? No, he doesn't. It's well, a little suspect. How often do you call the 900 number?
11: Um, It's off and on. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it'll be, like, you know, every night for a month, and then sometimes it'll pass and won't be for six months. But I I don't know
3: why. Mm -hmm. How long do you spend on the phone?
11: Well, (laughs) it it could be, like, from five to ten minutes.
3: Oh, that's nothing.
11: (laughs) I mean, if it wasn't so expensive...
3: Well, don't they have some kind of chicks-free policy on those things?
11: I wish I knew. I don't know.
3: Listen, you should you should be turning a profit on this. I say, um, you know, give me lemons, I'll give you lemonade. You're addicted to sex, you're calling 900 numbers. I say you start turning a buck here. Yeah,
2: that
11: would
3: be nice. You start following your muse, get, getting paid for what you love.
2: Right. <laughs> All
3: right, here's the deal. If it feels like a problem to you, then maybe it is a problem. I mean, I don't know if you can quantify it. You know, 10 minutes and above is a problem. Under 8 minutes, uh, you're out of the danger zone. You know, it seems to me that if you're putting in less than 15, 20 minutes a day, that's not a problem. But if it's something that bothers you and it's something that feels like a problem, then you, you should look into it. But just because you're female and enjoy erotica does not mean you automatically have a problem. Okay, that's what I was kind of wondering. No. Yeah, so so stop. Um, uh, take off your uh, inspector's overcoat and stop poking around. There's no crime here. Okay. All right, you're fine. Okay. Basically, I think you're right. But I
4: mean, something may have caused this, but it doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you, or that you have to be worried about your ability to conduct yourself in relationships. And it really doesn't fit a model of addiction in the sense that she's not having mounting consequences. She's really having no consequences. It just right. bothers her. So it's a compulsive act, but it's not addicted.
3: And her boyfriend doesn't even care. Yeah. This is the beauty of guys, by the way. Hey, you worried about the boyfriend? You think he cares? Yeah, just that whole thing just doesn't fit quite right. But all right, that's all right. All right. Listen, no one's getting hurt. It's What's something the beauty she of guys? Loves. Huh? What's the beauty of guys? beauty of guys is uh, their girlfriend could, you know, start selling porn out of the back of her Chevette, and they wouldn't care. I mean, guys rarely have a problem with this. I mean, she's even calling 900 numbers. And masturbating on the phone, and he doesn't seem to have a problem with it. Although, that means he gets to do whatever he wants, so I think he's, he's, he's working that way. I see. All right. Uh, possibly Smash Mouth later on this evening, <laughs> but here? certainly more Drew and myself yes. after this.
1: Why don't you try rapping at this time? Yo, yo, kick some flavor and stop in love. I will be right back in a minute. It's, it's I'm sorry, that was really bad. You're just not straight like
4: me. <laughs> This is Dr. Drew for True Car. Everyone is talking about transparency these days, a word you hear a lot, because people want it. So when it comes to making a big purchase, like perhaps buying a new car, you expect some transparency in the buying process. This is a process that gives you the confidence to know you're getting the fair deal, right? So you can really look at all the details. To understand the power of transparency, you need to check out True Car and True Car's mobile app. True Car not only can configure the car you want and how you want it, but you can see what others actually paid for the same car you're looking for down to the zip code. So right in your area, you see the very same car. So you know what you can expect to pay for the car you want? Pretty transparent, right? And once you decide on that car, you can lock in guaranteed savings on an average over $3,000 off MSRP. Then you're connected with a trusted TrueCar certified dealer that will honor your savings without any negotiation, no shenanigans. So when you're ready for a new, transparent car-buying experience, save time, save money, and never overpay, download the TrueCar app today.
1: Hi, this is Andy Dick from News Radio, and you're listening to Love Line with Dr. Drew
3: and Adam Carolla. He sounds so serious. That's the sanest he's ever sounded. Yes,
4: I've never heard him sound
3: quite like that. Yeah, I haven't either. You I'm know sure that was? See- him? Yeah, I don't know. I think his publicist must have been yeah. standing behind him or uh, something with a, with a uh, revolver in the Who back of his neck. We haven't seen, I haven't it. seen him in a while.
2: Yeah,
3: hmm, it's ha- kind of high time. I miss his penis. He usually shows me his penis I when I when I, I see him. Uh. We really—he uh, is definitely crazy.
2: Mm-hmm. Andy Dick is mm-hmm.
3: in a—you know—in the kind of way where, like, you know, good guest, uh, bad husband. I wouldn't want to marry the guy, right? But I certain, certainly wouldn't mind hanging out with him for a couple hours. All right, uh, Brandon. Hi. Hey, you're fourteen.
12: Yeah, um, I have problems. See. My parents were divorced when I was five years old, and now, now all of a sudden my mom has a boyfriend, and it's been about two months already that she's been going out with him. And they touch each other, and it's really sick, and it's like right in front of me and my friends. It's just really disgusting. Hmm. My friends know about it too, and they tell all my other friends. It's kind of. Uh, other
4: than disgusted, how does it make you feel? Um, when you see them do that, violated? Violated. <laughs> disgusted. What else?
12: I just feel gross and like kind of mad, but I, I
3: don't angry. Know, I
4: don't yeah, that gets all honest and normal, and reasonable reactions.
3: How he, much touching are they doing? Um, well, he's never seen his mom with anybody before. He still has he's got a what? True. Must you lead interference for all the callers? Please let the man answer the question, Brandon.
12: Yeah.
3: What are they doing?
12: Well, I mean, they're I mean, like it's sick, but. Do I really have to say it on the air?
3: Yeah. Are they kissing?
12: Oh yeah, but that's like I, I could understand that maybe, but they're just like touching each other.
3: They're, gro- they're groping each other?
12: Yeah, pretty much.
3: In like in the living room?
12: Yeah. Well not like not not like not like sexual stuff, but like kinda like like kissing, holding, touching each other in the butt. Mm hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's just like. And and
3: do you life. do you catch them doing this, or just right in front of you?
12: Sometimes I catch them doing this, and sometimes they do it in front of me. I mean,
4: what if you were to tell your mom? It makes you really uncomfortable.
12: I I don't think I can do that. Why not? Why not? I I just feel weird about it.
3: That's really weird. Yeah, it is kind of weird. Drew, you couldn't tell your mom that. Uh, but I could tell. <laughs> I could tell your mom that, Brandon. Where is she? Where is she? Let's put her on the phone.
12: Oh, I don't think that's possible.
3: Tell her to get off her boyfriend and come to the phone. Well,
12: her boyfriend's not here, but... Um,
3: oh, okay, that's better. She's sleeping. Yeah, She's <laughs> with an IV hooked up to <laughs> uh, her. is not sleeping. Come on, put her on the phone. No,
12: seriously, she's sleeping. I don't think that's a very good
3: idea. <laughs> okay. Well, Brandon, she needs to know how it
4: affects you. I'm sure she has no idea, and it... And it you have to be pretty tuned in to understand that it, well, how I, much it makes you angry and feel uncomfortable and violated. I mean, that that's a normal I feeling.
12: I wouldn't mind if I didn't know about it.
4: But yeah, of course she, not. Of course not. It, but in front of you, it bothers you. And she needs to hear that. I mean, she she would want to hear that. She really would. I'm sure she would contain the behaviors. And it, it, it's natural. I mean, you're right at a sort of a transitional age, and it's natural yeah. enough. That you,
3: your penis could go either way at this point. Yeah, but Brandon.
4: it's natural enough that you would feel the way you feel. There's nothing wrong with you. And there's nothing wrong with her for being the way she is. But I, I, she just doesn't understand the way it impacts
3: on and you. And believe me, to hear this is better than the beating with the table leg that most our callers are oh. complaining about seeing. Oh, well, yeah. You're on the other end of the spectrum. yeah. Um, so here's what you need to do, Brandon. Maybe write her a letter or something. Uh, something. Sure how far out of touch can you get? Write her a letter. Something. Maybe you should uh, compose a poem and uh, have one of your friends recite it to her outside her bedroom window. Brandon, here's what you need to do. All right. When you walk in and they're doing something or they just fire up something right in front of you... Just clear your throat and give the oh hey why don't you guys get a room or something say well, something. I do
12: that sometimes. I say mom, and then she just asks me like, you know what? And I say nothing.
3: Well, you you can say something in a comical or sarcastic way that's that should get the point home. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah. I mean, don't you think he could go? Uh, you know, um please uh, i'm trying to enjoy my childhood here or
2: <laughs> come on mom
3: i i i i have a long career of masturbation ahead of me let's not ruin it i don't know if you want to get that revealing about
4: i it. don't know why it is you can't say mom this all makes me very uncomfortable but you can say mom i have a long career of masturbation ahead uh that's okay
3: well it's a little tongue-in-cheek or, or penis and hand humor Drove. that's all i see you clear your throat. And you, you see, what you need is a nice, obnoxious sister to come in there and just sound off every time. You know what I mean? With that, Mom, you're embarrassed. Mom, oh, come on. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. All right, so sound off. and Give it a, give it a, give it a try, the way I described it. If that doesn't work, you're going to have to confront her. And, uh,
12: uh, and another thing, um, Drew, you have to sing.
3: <laughs> uh, maybe, have someday, to sing. maybe someday. Keep listening. What song would you sing if you're gonna sing one, Drew? Uh, what is the standard of yours? What's your bread and butter? What's your tone? Are you a baritone? Yeah, you are. Yeah. What's a baritone? It's what I am.
4: <laughs> it's a. It's a.
3: Yeah. What's the tone of a baritone? Is low. that is it low, low? Not
4: the very low, but low. It's not the high.
3: Have you ever? Do you have? You've done stuff. You, do you wear outfits when you do stuff like a Viking outfit? Uh, no. <laughs>
4: Huh? No, no. Never worn I've, a hat with I've horns. Never been in an opera, I've sung stuff, you know, publicly, but not in never room. been in an opera. No,
3: why not? I've never. didn't go on with it. I mean, it. Right. just saying something. Something you should think about. You know, you can't do this medical stuff forever, Jennifer.
13: Hi there. You're 25. Yep. Okay, so um, here's the deal. Uh, Dr. Drew, it's a yeah. question for you. Yes, ma'am. Um, I have. Uh, the Happies mm-hmm. and uh, I had finished taking my medicine on Labor Day. It's the um, Valtrex.
4: Mm-hmm. You had an outbreak.
13: Um, I had had one um, in I guess August, so uh-huh. it was the five-day treatment.
3: Uh-huh. Hey Jennifer. Yeah. Hold on for one second. I want to talk to Drew for just nice. a I'm watching TV a lot lately, and I see these pharmaceutical ads. Yeah. And they're showing people. Um, snowboarding through wheat uh, fields of wheat for claritin and guys like Allergy uh, medicine. guys out he's climbing like a el capitan in a three-piece suit and stuff and it's like zortax <laughs> L- live you know seize the day right and i'm watching this commercial and i'm sitting next to a buddy of mine and i'm thinking, you know what this crap is and he looks at me he says i don't know what this stuff is and i think Geez, I'd like to—I'd like to go to Monument Valley and scale one of these monoliths sure. in uh, a pair of wingtip shoes. Now, what is this crap I'm saying to him? He says, "I don't know." Then I say to him, "Do you think the people who need this know what it is?" Two, how are we supposed to know what the F this drug is when they just spit out the brand name?
4: They're trying to brand it in your head so when you get an allergy or have an infection or have a stomach upset and the doctor mentions you, oh, yeah, that one. When the doctor, yeah, you could take Xantec or Axid or Pepsid. Oh, oh, Pepsid, I heard that one. Yeah, I'll take the Pepsid.
3: What's the one where the chick in the one piece is is uh, windboarding across a field it's of wheat? probably
4: allergy medicine of some type.
3: Oh, is that what that is?
4: Probably. I, I'm guessing. I haven't seen them. It's
3: Claritin. Yeah. What's Claritin?
4: It's an anti-antihistamine. It's a long-acting, anti- second-generation antihistamine.
3: All right, but here's my whole point. Do you know what Claritin is if you have allergies?
4: Yeah, you probably do. And the deal is it's going to be coming over the counter soon, I think. They're preparing you for that is the deal.
3: Well, I wish they'd just say what the the thing is about yeah. because I'm sitting there thinking, i got to get me some of that. <laughs> this chick's snowboarding on a field of wheat. Uh, or, or jet skiing, or whatever the hell she's doing. This other guy's just climbing uh, El Capitan. This looks like a great drug. i got to get some of this. And I have no idea what it's for. I mean, for it's birth control, for all I know. Uh-huh. Uh, I'd be on, you know, estrogen or something. All right, where were we? Six. No, oh, okay. Jennifer. Hi there. Yeah, what's going on okay, with you? So, so you um, took your five days so of
13: Valtrex. I finished it on, on Labor Day, yeah. and then um, I had sex on saturday and it was a rather long session and um it the condom broke
3: did he charge you double (laughs) and
13: um okay well so i'm not having an outbreak now but um on friday i had noticed that there is some discharge and that's why i mean i was like doubly sure that you know a condom was worn and um and i don't know if if this is um, a reaction from the medication, because I have a tendency to get um, a yeast infection. It's
4: possible, but, but the antivirals don't typically cause yeast. In fact, I've never seen it cause yeast infection.
13: Okay, so okay, so anyway, I'm just concerned about
4: D- this discharge came after the sexual. No, murder? before. Before. Right. Before. You're concerned that you transmitted this thing.
13: Yeah, I'm well, and and so I'm, you know, I'm I'm reading up again, and like on all my brochures, and did
4: you talk? Have you talked to the guy?
13: Um, yeah, I mean we're, uh, we we have an understanding that whenever we can see each other, we you know have sex. But um, does I he mean, know you? He have... knows. Yeah, he
3: totally knows. All and right, so he he, he understands his he's at risk. Well, Hold uh, on, Jennifer. Mean, yeah, we're, we're we got to go to break because it's getting close to the top of the hour.
13: Yeah, but
3: I want to come back and talk to you. Okay. Because I want to figure out this understanding you guys have about you. Uh, it's 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 mandated that they have sex each time they see each other. Okay. I mean, even if you guys bump into each other at a mall, <laughs> he's got to do you. at least like <laughs> bend you over the railing for the escalator or well, something, or could you actually go back to one of your houses?
13: Well, um, I mean, we're both adults, so we both have our own places.
3: All right. Hold on. Hold on, hold on. I'm very intrigued by this uh, deal Jennifer has worked out with her uh, suitor. All right, Drew, when yeah. we come back, we'll get to the bottom of Jennifer and uh, try to figure out uh, how I can get hold of some of those drugs that can make me... <laughs> windsurf through uh, fields of wheat.
1: Okay, I'm talking to Brett Easton Ellis fans right now. Admit it, it's you. Now, we know you're out there because since he went on his little hiatus, you've been bombarding us with emails. Where's Brett? Where's Brett? Where's Brett? Well, guess what? You win. Brett Easton Ellis is coming back to Podcast One. But this time, it's commercial-free, which should make you even happier. Just go to podcastone.com slash Brett and subscribe to the all-new commercial-free Brett Easton Ellis podcast. Podcastone.com slash Brett, B-R-E-T.
5: Hey, this is Ron Deshier and I like to stay up all night with Loveline, and uh,
2: so should you.
4: Hey. Alrighty. righty. Uh, Gilbert Goffrey was so right. impressed when he found that we, we had her on the show.
3: Oh, he was? Right. Yeah, it's
4: very tough to get her on t- media. <laughs>
3: <laughs> all right, uh, Drew, I, well, I will decipher that later, like a uh, World War II spy who's uh, trying to n- encrypt some Japanese uh, <laughs> message. <laughs> I think there's a bomb plan somewhere in the studio. That's uh, that's all I got. All right, we'll be back in 10 seconds.
2: This is Love
12: Line on Radio Station.
3: And don't give me that look, Mike. Just turn it down. Ooh. Ooh. But it just, it just blew my ears out that time.
4: Huh. No, I mean, he, We I mentioned to Gilbert that we had, I don't know, in passing or something. He was just like, oh, that's well, difficult.
3: We saw Gilbert Gottfried in um, New York, who's the strangest man ever.
4: He actually was much more normal than I expected him to be.
3: All right. Why, was, the first time I'd why known him. was it strange for him that, that she was on the show?
4: That that she does, I guess, a lot of media. And
3: it's, everybody gets to have her on their show. Oh, I see.
4: But yes, what's your what he, point,
3: Drew? Is it, is it supposed to be an honor for us to have Rhonda Shear on the show? No, don't know.
4: I wasn't thinking. Oh, okay. Don't, don't pick I, on no, me.
3: No, I'm not picking on you. I'm it just curious. I, I know there's an angle somewhere that you're, that you're working. I'm just curious well, just that, it is. Well, just that it was peculiar, I thought. I, I thought she was a
4: good guest. I thought she's a nice person. And uh, I don't remember. Okay.
3: <laughs> Let's go on. It's enough vamping with Drew. Oh, listen, as far as I go And everyone gets pissed off Because I pick on you I just I uh, have no idea What you're talking about I, I really ne- Neither am do it. I Okay right. Rhonda Shear uh, Nice enough Talked Drew's ear off Through every break About every medical concern She could ever possibly have I'm, I'm convinced She's a hypochondriac Has to be Yes They weren't all Just physical stuff <laughs> No But listen When somebody Gets the ear Of a doctor For a couple hours I mean you're sitting around it was A lot of people Just was, go nuts It was very similar To Victoria Jackson Right Mm-hmm. Same experience hey, For got, me And got that voice thing going mm-hmm. What a coincidence Smash Mouth Will be in here Allegedly Soon enough And until then It's Six six. Uh, six Back to the phones Jennifer Yeah Oh yes
13: Okay wait So before I Before I go on Dr. Drew Do you think I should go And, and get this Like discharge thing Checked out Is that Are you still having it Um Yeah
4: yeah, I mean, why not? I, why had you? You know, you don't know whether it's a sexually transmitted disease or what. I mean, right? You right. Just an unusual discharge. Exactly. So, so why not? I mean, you're having contact with somebody who is this a monogamous relationship?
13: Um. Uh, I I don't know. I mean, no, it's we've not. told each other that you know we're supposed to be. Well, this is where honest. Adam steps
3: in. Adam wants to know about the arrangement.
13: <laughs>
3: How old is this guy?
13: Um, he's thirty.
3: Is he in a relationship?
13: I don't think so.
3: Mm-hmm. And how is it that you guys have worked out this service agreement?
13: Mm, okay. Um, we live about 250 miles away from each other.
3: Mm-hmm. Were you ever boyfriend and girlfriend?
13: Mm-hmm. When we lived in the same town, sure.
3: Uh-huh. And, and
13: then? um uh, we had a falling out, and then um, we ended up getting back together. And what was the
4: falling out about?
13: Um, I was... Uh, drinking quite heavily at a bar, and um, I was dancing seductively with one of his friends on the day of his birthday, and he didn't find this too amusing, and so he just um, cut off all contact with me.
3: Uh Uh-huh. And... He
13: ended up actually initiating contact with me like a year and a half later right and um, you know both just talked about forgiving each other and all that kind and you just of
3: decided things. to have a sexual relationship
13: um yeah so you know whenever now wait
3: a minute that's let not... me venture a guess here for a second and true it is possible for a woman just to have but a but that's not what she's thinking this is
4: that's not what she thinks this is
3: no I'll tell you what she's doing she thinks it's monogamous, and they're going to be together, and no. we move no, back together. No, 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 no. no. Do not, do not put that. Do not put that on him. She is very concerned about her happies. Yeah. yeah, and this true. guy knows the deal with what's going oh, on there. That's, that's an interesting. And thing. she doesn't have to break the news right. to anybody right. else. Right. That's He's hip. So She'll right. he'll come into town uh, once a month. So they they'll have some sex. She can get her fill of sex, and she doesn't have to deal with that uncomfortable. That's selling herself short, though. That really is. All right. I'm just saying yeah, that's what she's doing. Yeah, interesting angle. Interesting. It's correct. That's what it is. Is that correct? It's yeah. All right, now listen, all you who uh, who know me as the stupid half. Start kissing my ass a little bit here. Very insightful. There was yeah. very insightful.
4: I don't have that in the medical journals. But don't story. you think that you're getting that this relationship? Uh, it sounds like you think more of this relationship than you're actually
13: getting. Sometimes, I mean, but he he's pretty good about you know. I I've tried to be you know really honest. He's pretty good about what um, with him. Pretty good about um like calling me and like reassuring me that we're still buddies and friends as he puts it. Yeah, but
4: buddies is not boyfriend girlfriend.
13: Well, no, I I understand that and I I don't expect I don't expect that from him, I, but it, it is really true about what Adam said. I mean, how do you start the, you know, the first conversation with someone, and it always brings you back to the moment when you were told that you have this and you think you're just, like, really dirty and stuff.
4: How so. many people do you think have this?
13: Oh, from listening to the show, um, more people have it than than know it. So yeah, like m- millions.
4: Yeah, it's very common. It's very common. I mean, it's not, I mean, and as you found out, you can also take measures to be sure that a partner doesn't contract it. Have you ever given it to
3: anybody that you no. know? All right, true. What no. I'm trying to reassure. What her. is she a family member? No. You want to talk to her off the air? This is enough. She did 10 minutes before the break. She's doing 10 minutes after the break. All right. Okay, Jennifer.
13: Well, I have one other quick question.
3: No, 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 no. No, no. No, 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 no. Two seconds. No, unless what is it?
13: he immediately washed himself oh. with soap and water after.
3: Doesn't matter. Doesn't make any difference.
13: Doesn't make any difference. No.
3: no. All right. Now did you feel better that you slipped that moronic question in I there did. at the end? I
13: did. All right. Thanks, Adam. Love All right.
3: you. Loving you, Jennifer. All right. All right, bye bye. Well, just because I get to the truth, you know, let me tell you, Jesus, what happened to Jesus when he started speaking the truth? Okay. Steven Greger here from Smash Mouth. Finally. Thank you, guys. Sorry Sorry about that. That's uh, quite all right, you guys. We had a big rock show tonight. That's what I hear. And
7: we were very disturbed that you weren't there.
3: Oh, you know, I wanted to be here. Uh, I wanted to be there. (laughs) I wanted wanted to be be here. (laughs) (laughs) It's a little Freudian slip there. (laughs) Actually, I wanted to be home. That would have been the bigger Freudian slip. Uh I would love to come out and see you guys yeah. at uh, almost any any other time. You're not going to be at uh, the KOME gig, are you? Yeah.
14: yeah. Oh, we're headlining that show.
3: Well, then uh, we're we'll going to see you there. Then, then we'll we're take there. care of itself this weekend. We have to. Now you guys are from the San Jose area. Yeah, we're mm-hmm. from San Jose. And and you guys to have
1: a booth up there, huh?
3: We certainly is. Yes. Mine's going to be one of those masturbation booths. Uh, I'm going to be
1: there. I have that's, to. Talk that's y- my main thing.
14: I, the first thing I was told today was, "Don't talk about masturbation." Now, <laughs> I've around Adam. Well, I've I've jerked off every possible way there is to be doing this, and I've tried it. Right. And I, I know you're looking at me blinking, but I have a fetish with it, and I and I. What and good I'm going to admit it. I just. What are you good for a day? If I have the time. Yeah. Three, four times a day, easy. Yeah. But that. But he's, look, at, he's, he's shaking his head at no, me. No, no,
4: no. It's, <laughs> no. it's for a newcomer. It's uh uh,
3: it's relatively low. <laughs> no,
2: no, no. What are you saying?
4: Just, uh, Refreshing to hear such, uh, such honesty. But, is, but w- I'm going to be honest with you. It's, it's, it's Especially around Adam, who who is very threatened you know, by this kind of uh, incursion on his... Uh, uh, you know, your, your No, I'm not trying
14: is. to compete with you at all. Yeah. I'm it, just trying to tell you that being on tour, especially with Sugar Ray, you have right. some of the most beautiful women in every show. Right. And it's like, you know, there's an age limit, and you can't do that. And it's like, you know, right. I get off stage, and, you know... And you get off stage. i got to take care of myself.
3: <laughs> so, uh... Now, how does that work? By the way, when you're touring, do the guys give you a space? I have a have a curtain. Oh, you do. Yeah. And uh, uh, do they have to like uh, so smack kinds... it with a fire axe to get yes. you out of there? Because it, uh, <laughs> it just it just cracks like a sheet of glass after a few weeks on the road. You know, Steve's bunk. It's got like all kinds of funny toys up there, which uh, include <laughs> okay. include like you know rubber chickens and Fisher Price toys. All so, right, enough about Steve hey, and yeah. his genitalia for just, just one second. To,
14: I, I just wanted to comment because the first thing you said was. Masturbating. Right. Yeah. I appreciate There's you jumping
3: in. Are pretty. To...
14: Are you pretty open with that?
3: Am I, my masturbatory yeah. habits? Uh, yes. Well, I'm fairly open. I'm, I know, may peel one off before the night is through. That's, that's what these guys they are. i got to go dump
14: right. a load real quick. I'll be right back. Can you go to the commercial? Oh, no, I'm nice. just kidding.
3: Oh, you're all class. <laughs> no. Now, let's get back to Smash Mouth okay. for just one second. Uh, start off in uh, San Jose. Got yeah. some uh, KOME yeah, which, Calmy, uh, which, which you guys know very well. Oh, we certainly do. Uh, and you know started, Carson started playing. Certainly do started playing the uh, demo tape, right? Was yeah. it? I yeah. mean, it wasn't even a CD at that. No, point, it was, was just it? an
14: EP we did as a demo to shop to try to get a record deal. And uh, Jay Taylor, the programmer, just you know, he got a hold of it and liked "Nervous in the Alley," started playing it, and he took a chance on it, and it got really good phones and stuff. But we had no money to even make, you know, like buyable copies because we right. spent all our money on recording and. They had to take it off the air. But it gave us great exposure, which led to this. You know, it's like...
3: Well, what is the time frame for this? (laughs) How long ago did this... This
14: this all happened within one year. Really? Yeah. Wow. That is awesome. Making an EP, releasing, giving that to Kaomi, and then pulling it off. And they gave us a chance to play Kaomi, the Camp Kaomi, the first one. Right. You know, last year. We were on the second stage. And then that got Band Magazine, which gave us the cover. Right. As an unsigned band, which gave us a lot of exposure. Then we shopped it and thought we had it, but we didn't. Then we went and did the record and... And then it kind of happened from there with Walking on the Sun. Right. Well, maybe
3: we should hear that now. I think so. Yeah. I mean, not that you guys. Uh, but I got to tell you guys, you guys are, are legendary, it.
14: and it's it's so cool that you guys have us here.
3: Oh, it is uh, our Seriously. pleasure. And I'm sorry for the disappointment that uh, most uh, guests feel once they come into the studio and actually sit across <laughs> from us.
14: <laughs>
2: no, do you guys what?
3: don't mind. Uh, don't pay any attention to the man behind the curtain. That's uh, that would be our rallying call here. Are we just as impressive in real life as totally. we are yeah. Yeah. Totally. over the radio? Come on. I'm trying to get He's a compliment please, out of the band. All right. Shut uh, Drew's mic off for just about another 15 minutes, Man, would you? And. All right. Do you have Walking on the Sun queued up? All right. Why don't we listen to that? We'll talk more to Smash Mouth after this. Yeah, Drew is the nice one.
14: No, it's just that... Drew's just like... I'm the punching bag. Okay, you win. No, No.
3: but let me tell you what Drew's role is. Drew's role is to hang back and let me go up front, uh, take point, and get shot at, step on the landmines, and get that uh, sprung bamboo thing through my (laughs) abdomen. I'll stand your wing. Yeah, Drew just sits there and pretends like he could care uh, either way, and I'm the one who ends up complaining a lot. Hi, who do we have here?
8: Uh, my name's Eric Valentine.
3: Hi, Eric. Adam Carolla, nice Hi, to Adam. meet you. Big fan.
14: Big fan. Well, I'm a big fan of yours. Is he in the banter? He's, <laughs> yeah. he's actually took time off. He he produced our record, ah. which produced Third Eye Blind's record, right. and he's uh, like the king extraordinaire of producing right now. Everybody, uh, everybody uh, wants him right now. Guru on this And he store. also took time off to dad. go and play keyboards,
8: just because he's I love awesome. these guys so much.
3: And you're uh, so you're kind of on a roll here, Eric.
8: It's been a good year, I have to say.
3: What uh, what are you moving on to after this?
8: Um, we're gonna. I'm Pornos? gonna try and <laughs> right. <coughs> segue into my porno career. Uh, <laughs> right after this. Um, no, I'm gonna try and do more stuff. Um, uh, finding artists that haven't done anything yet. You know, I right. like I like finding people that um, have no preconceived notions about what they're supposed to be. They don't have albums out.
14: Whatever. So create something hey, that's intense, man. <laughs> <laughs> he likes Smash Mouth. Uh, he likes taking no uh, idea. raw, untalented we're,
2: we're
3: drug addicts important. and forming them into a band. Yeah. So, yeah, Third Eye Blind hadn't had anything before this uh, year, this, had they?
8: This was their first album.
3: Right, and, of course, Smash Mouth yeah. as and well.
8: Both of these bands I, I did demos with before um, actually doing the record. So, you know, we all worked together. Did to they
3: me. find you because you're up north?
8: Uh, they found me because I was really cheap, actually. <laughs> I'm inexpensive. He's a
14: cheap date. Yeah. Did you guys come I'm out I'm out a Happy I'm a, Meal a, and a, a Coke. I'm Did you do this out in L.A.? No, he lives Horror. in Redwood City, California. Ah. Uh, or Palo Alto, I think it would be. Right. Yeah. And our management had worked with Eric previously, with another band, and then was begging me, you've got to go to Eric, you got to go, it's fine. I said, well, he's not cheap. And I said, do you want us to go to Eric? I said pocketbook, help me, you know, and we'll do it, and, and he did, and so that's how we met. And, and are you guys going to stick around with Sugar Ray for a while? I mean, we're actually, we know you're
3: going up to uh, San Jose yeah, this weekend. We're
14: finishing the tour up. We have the, tomorrow we have Fresno, and then we come back to Burbank for the K-Rock Backyard Barbecue Party All right. with Sugar Ray, and then we go to San Jose, and then we go out with Blur for three weeks, but we're talking to Sugar Ray right now because we really want to do the tour again with, like, one more band as an opener.
3: Yeah, because, um, uh, I don't know, have you met Blur?
14: <laughs>
3: no. no, The reason they everybody uh, tells you this. <laughs> Have you met
14: Blur? Oh, no, well. we've
3: had Blur on the show, and Blur was actually nicer than we thought yes, they were going to yes, be. Yes, but yeah. the, the first
4: time they weren't as nice as the second time.
3: The reason uh, they call themselves Blur is because it would take way too much energy to call themselves anything else. Really? So this way, they can go.
14: <sighs> I've, oh, heard a <laughs> I've heard that. I've heard. I just I talked to a girl. We were in like I think Minneapolis. And this girl, a fan of ours, came out, and she knows Damon. Is that his name? Yeah, I guess so. She said he was on a There's stool probably a at Liam a bar. in there somewhere. And she said he was like, he literally just fell off the stool. And she's like, he was just.
3: I don't know if everyone in in, in England is an alcoholic, or they just round up all the alcoholics to, uh, in one big pile and give them an Ship amp them and a guitar and tell them to hit the stage. Yeah, I'll Make a bond. <laughs> everyone from Liverpool is, is alcoholic.
14: The Guinness. make a bond.
3: Yes. Yeah, there must be one sober guy in Liverpool that just uh, gets beaten in the town square. That's the prime hey, minister. Every week, as there's not a sober person from Liverpool. You mean you don't
8: drink?
1: It's going to cause a bit of confusion. Mind if we beat you?
3: <laughs> yeah, you're throwing off the curve. <laughs> All right. Uh, Scott, you're 26. Hello. Hey, you're on with Smash Mouth.
7: How's it going? How Good. You Good. I say I got a problem. Yeah. Well, I was... Uh, I'm living with my brother a while ago, and uh,
3: all right. Hold on, I'm hanging up on sketches on a hunch. Yeah, I'm just I, playing I, a hunch. I, I had
4: the same hunch. Yeah,
14: I did too. Because he's like this. Hello. <laughs>
3: yeah, we've been having difficulty finding coherent. Uh, he's all, Hello. I just drink a twelve-pack. Or, crack or and truthful. Got cool. a
2: problem?
3: No, no. I'm just playing a hunch. Yeah. It's uh, it's it's the host prerogative. <laughs> Kit. Hi. Kit, oh. you're
14: 13. Yeah. You're named after an action car.
2: Okay. <laughs> What's going on? You
14: know what I was going to ask her? Cause the cute voice, I know she's young. I was, my, my first thing is, uh, are you a stripper? But she's thirteen. She's actually is thirteen. I know. See, if I she, if didn't she know. She's twenty-eight. I know. It was, a, it w- like was my thing. first instinct. It's good. My. That's we've, we've trained this young man. And she's yeah. all,
2: hello.
4: <laughs> okay. Okay. What's going on?
15: Um, I hate my dad. He's a really big asshole. What does he do? He um, like when I see him, like he cheats on my mom, and when I see him with her, he like. Pretends like he doesn't know me Wow And then
3: so Do you have any older siblings? Yeah Do they know about this? No You mean when you see him in the company of the woman he's cheating on He pretends like he doesn't know you? Cheating yeah. with Or cheating with?
15: Yeah
4: he Just walks well, past his own daughter
3: Well where are you?
15: Minneapolis
4: No, no, like in a movie theater or something? Oh He's not humping in a movie theater No, but where do you run into him?
15: Like Plays and Plays Movies and
14: Denny. Oh, <laughs> have you told your mom this?
15: Well, my mom's with me.
14: Your mom's with you? Yeah, uh, and so. How does she react?
15: Well, she just told me she doesn't want to leave him because she's afraid of what he'll do to her.
4: Oh, he, oh, he sounds like a real peach.
15: And I can't, <sighs> I can't, like, express my feelings because I have to comfort my mom.
4: Yes.
14: And oh. Sounds like your mom's really worried about you and doesn't want to hurt you, also.
15: Well,. I
14: don't know. So it's like uh, kid you just
4: let's just square that that score first of all. I mean your your mom is the parent, okay? You don't have to parent your mom. I know your mom may not be the best parent the most capable parent, but that's her job. She's the parent.
15: Well, I have a really big family,
4: so How many kids?
15: 5.
4: How, and they're all older than you? Yeah. Can you rely on any of them to help you with this?
15: <laughs> no, I well, kind of messed up. Uh, my sister is, like, the biggest slut and, like, <laughs> my... Never mind. Okay.
4: What? And you're what?
15: What's her well, other brother? Well, I don't know. Um, But my dad, or, like, it's, it's, like, another thing. Like, when he gets really mad, he, like, throws things and he, like...
4: Well, we, you've we sort of alleged that he's a violent guy by the fact that your mom's afraid to leave him because of what he might do to her. I mean, that's that's terrible.
15: Well, like the main thing is, is that like, since I don't get a lot of attention from him, I like sort of like do stuff with other guys like to get attention.
4: Sure. I mean, like you, like your sister does, huh? Yeah. Oh boy. And uh, probably the kinds of guys you select are not very nice to you either
15: not really
2: yeah but
3: um i'm getting ready to call an airstrike by the way go ahead go ahead right uh, now
4: (laughs) this guy uh, is an asshole uh, please
3: i'm just uh, i'm just waiting till we get a trace on the car and then i can get the f-16s just to come over the place uh kid i'm gonna need you to leave the house for about 10 minutes and run as fast as you can we're just gonna clean out the block (laughs) you all right with that i i don't
15: know i mean it's I like listen to other problems, and they're a lot bigger than mine. So I'm like, Kit.
4: No, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait. A minute. These. This is. This is a very a huge problem. Tremendous.
15: No, I have like a pretty good life, you
4: know. Well, you don't,
3: though. No. Uh, compared to what a Biafran uh, baby that's on Sally uh, Fields' knee or something. Not Sally Field, but uh, uh, the <laughs> Sally Struthers. Struthers. Yeah. yeah. I think Drew's well, good I for think I an had answer. Had a question. Yeah.
15: Um, like, I wouldn't like consider going into therapy. Why not? Just because like for instance, like Fiona Apple, she was raped when she was twelve. But she
4: She's been in therapy ever since.
15: Yeah, but she's still like pissed at the
4: world. Yeah, she but she's she's struggling. She's working it out. Yeah. I mean, I she's imagine how she and she's turned, pretty successful. Turning and, a buck. Yeah, and imagine how she'd be if she had not had some treatment. Fiona is a, a substantial person, I mean she's really struggling with those old feelings and you know you too need a relationship you need a, somebody who can be there for you your mom's not available your dad's well, a mess I feel
2: really bad for my mom well of course
4: you do but somebody's got to be there for kit and you don't have anyone available right now and if you could have access to some professional help it'd be terrific
3: all right and listen kit yeah do not uh, shoulder the the burden of the entire family they're they're screwed up yeah. they really are your dad screwed up your mom is screwed up for marrying your dad and having five kids and for staying with him with this son of a bitch and uh, not having the guts and, to get out of and there and parentalizing Kit to protect her that's yeah. just totally there's, there's inappropriate. a million reasons what you need to do is
2: I, I have like a
15: really quick question real quick
3: uh-uh. I don't want hey to... Kit I, don't... I was on one of my famous tirades
15: I know but you like to do that so <laughs> um
3: she hates man that's right she
4: really does you do have a lot of anger towards men, listener. don't you go ahead Kit what's up
15: um um, can you blame her? I don't know anything to do with this, but I like want to get it over. Um, like with making yourself throw up, like mm. uh, does, it, does it tear up your esophagus? It can,
4: and you can bleed to death. Happens
3: if you are going to throw up. I want you to throw up in a pair of your dad's best boots. But if you're having a yeah, I, uh,
4: here here, and but if you're if you're developing bulimia, also, which again, uh, given the situation here, would not be a a, a big stretch. Uh, please get some help. Twenty yeah. percent fatality. And, uh, see, one out of five death rate Shit. in uh,
3: I want to give her entire family the Etch-a-Sketch shake. Yeah. It's oh, no, just uh, yeah. we got S- to start send out now. Your team. I'll send out the team. Yeah. The genital collection program.
2: Well, or should I, we call uh, in the airstrike? Yeah, I think.
3: I tell you what. I'll send a, a foot patrol in first, and then they can uh, they can radio go back in, in coordinates.
14: Yeah, you just go. Just drop me in. Yeah, well, airlift you in. <laughs> just, just, I'll like shimmy down a, like a chimney, and you know, I'll and I'll find them. You'll go in like a thief in the yeah. night. Just, <laughs> oh, these it's like. Does uh, she have any aunts that she can talk to, or any uh, uncles, or
4: any uh, adult that she can get her hands? Yeah, into. but just again, somebody that's this is a family that's pretty. Uh, maybe disturbed. even a friend's
14: parent. Right.
4: Or right. School, but,
14: yeah, or school. Or
3: she something. has to weather the storm until she can get the hell out of that environment and go off to college somewhere or do something. But uh, not not. Um, not carry the family emotionally these people are yeah. screwed up and and i hate to say it but sometimes you have to write your family off
14: but it's hard it, it's At 13 a, years old you just don't write mm-hmm, somebody off mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. it's uh it's I think a bitch taking a lot of stress absolutely a, a lot of the burden on, like, uh, on herself uh, oh and don't blame yourself for it because uh, it's, it's it's definitely volleyball. something with your parents
3: yeah. uh, thank god every day i'm not a teenager anymore i really do all right. When we come back, more Smash Mouth, uh, more you, more Drew, and uh, some fun, happy calls after this.
1: Here's Loveline before deworming. Here's Loveline after getting fixed. Here's Loveline chewing out its stitches. Here's Loveline dragging its butt across the carpet. Bad Loveline. Bad Loveline. Loveline. By now, we're pretty sure you know that Rob has a podcast. Yes, I do. Which is actually the name of the podcast that Rob has. I... I'm Rob Sisternino. I'm the host of Rob as a Podcast. But you may not know that Rob also has two People's Choice Podcast Awards. Congratulations to all our winners. So if you dig reality TV, let Rob fill you in on all the after show rumors, facts, and fallacies on Rob has a Podcast. Yes, that's right. Survivor know it Alls is live here after episode number two. And while you're there, check out the 2015 Podcast Awards in its entirety. Get both now at podcastone.com. That's podcastone.com.
15: Hello, I'm Damon. I'm Dave.
3: I'm Graham.
15: And we are Collectively Blur, and you're listening to Loveline with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew.
3: Yes, you is. Drew, you want to shut that door behind you? Phone number 1-800-LOVE-191. Fax number 310-854-4455. The name of the group is Smash Mouth. They are here. They are uh, in the midst of a very successful debut album. Yeah, it's going great. We just got
14: done playing tonight with Sugar Ray, too.
3: Yeah, how was that, we, by the way? We
14: got off stage soaking wet. You've got to get in the van. we got to go. We're late. And we're like, jetted over here.
3: What? Uh, how would you typify your music? I mean, what would, Our music, you, what would you call it?
14: I, if I sat here, and, and I would love to be able to explain it, but everybody asks about it. And it's like, when we made the record, like I tell everybody, it's like, we just tried to make the best songs we could make. And it was whatever we felt at the time we were doing. We just did it. So the record's really diverse. I mean, like, Walking on the Sun is it the only thing on there that sounds like Walking on the Sun, besides a cover of War's Why Can't It Be Friends, that's on there we did. Oh, really? Yeah, and that's going to be the next single, hopefully.
7: Basically, we fell ass backwards into a hit song. That's pretty much it.
14: Yeah. Did you know that was going to be... So you didn't yeah. know
3: that was well, going to no. be the hit off the... We off didn't know the... that was going
14: to be the hit until, we, until, like, in the mix. When we were doing the record, we were finally mixing the record because there, there were so many different things that had to go into making that. Right, that, like '60s Doorsy sound or whatever. Right, it's came kind of came out in the uh, mix, you know. Yeah,
3: it almost sounds like I don't know, like the Animals or something. Like like back when uh, the sound was a little more raw. And the instruments were more defined. It wasn't yeah. like they all blended into yeah. one uh, big smooth uh, smooth mess. Yeah, this it is was...
14: really separated, too. It's really cool.
3: Yeah, it sounds... We used
7: all vintage equipment. Eric's yeah. got
3: all Eric's a vintage, vintage fanatic.
7: drums, yeah. guitars, amps, everything. Wow,
3: and the the video's great, too, by Thank the you. way. Thank you. Incorporating a lot of we women gotta give, in uh, bikinis.
14: we got to give credit to Mick G, who did Sugar Ray's video, Fly.
3: Yeah, he did this video. This
14: guy wrote a treatment for this video, and we hadn't even talked to him. And it's like... They're, okay, what kind of ideas do you have? And we're like, we had a conference call with him at a record label, and we're like, he goes, oh, it's done. I got and he, and he sent the treatment, and everything we wanted, to the T, we didn't change anything. He just nailed it. Well, and it's, it's like,
3: long boards, hot rods, and bikinis. It's like, how yeah. how, how wrong could you go? Well, you've
14: got to have hot women if you're going to do a video.
3: Hey, it's uh, it's it's. Uh, I'm glad we're getting back to that, by the way. Well, I,
14: I've been hoping we could get on this track. All this goth crap where it's yeah. like, hey,
3: we got 20 minutes of a crow flying. No. I'm not into that. No. I want to see yeah, it's chicks giant
14: Can we go to a strip club later?
3: Yes. Okay. Go down to the airport. <laughs> True. which one do you own down there? When you guys are up in San, San Jose, why don't you go with them? To-
14: Can we do that? Can we take you? Oh, oh
3: yeah. How is that scene out there? Uh, do they have strip There's yeah.
14: some good ones. I mean, but the better ones are... You know, I think and definitely Dallas, Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah. You want to see strip clubs, man. It's like, holy cow.
3: Have you guys ever been to Hawaii and been to strip for you, clubs?
14: I'm waiting for yeah. you. Like, I've you have to walk I've out heard. with a cigar, you know, like a silk robe. That's how nice these places are.
3: You know, here it's like all there's, there's all these restrictions where uh, if it's totally nude, you can only drink soda, yeah. and if it's uh, just. Keep the panties on, you can have a beer, but there 's no hard alcohol there 's all this uh, Somebody sat down and figured uh, figured out that scotch and labias do not mix uh, there 's going to be guys charging the stage like every twenty minutes so yeah, but out
14: there it 's like if you 're eighteen. They like hand you a drink on the way in, they're okay, have a good time oh
3: I love that and i i don't know i I think California may be more restrictive than other places it like has you, to be. you see these things going on in New Orleans and stuff where people are just carrying you know there's like california a still a very, on wheels and they're pushing it state. down the yeah. street, and what is that? I thought we were supposed to be cutting edge no. I think because california that's
4: we had no had no uh values to begin with and we had to kind of create them out of thin air yeah
3: but w- you know what we do we- we're pioneers when it comes to gay relationships but we can't have booze and bars you, you know what i'm talking no. about i mean we're the we're we're the where the um we're the most, Where do we go wrong? Uh, we're the most liberal when it comes to like, benefits for uh-huh. uh, same-sex partners and yeah. that kind of stuff. Oh, what we'll about the parade. heterosexuals?
14: Yeah, we'll throw a parade. No, we'll throw a parade up like that. All right, let's go to calls.
3: What about the heterosexuals? What, what about, about the guy who likes a beer in his, in his vagina? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't mean in the vagina, but you know, wow. and the vagina. Hold on. Wow. Yeah. Ooh. You know what I'm I like saying. that one, though. Uh, Gabriela? Yes? Hey, you're 25. Yes? You're on a smash mountain
10: um i'm calling for an advice
3: okay we will give you some ad- advice
10: um it's about my boyfriend and uh-huh. um he's he's uh 30 years old and um he's masturbating every night in his sleep mm-hmm. where is he sleeping and um i kind of would like to know what to do about it
14: um well you should get on roll over and get on the <laughs> other know. side just join in or something i don't know have you brought it to his attention
10: um, yes, I did, and uh, sometimes he has different reasons. Sometimes he says it's because of the stress of the work, and sometimes it's because, uh, I don't know. Okay,
4: it's not
3: in his sleep. Pardon? He's awake.
10: He's here.
3: Yeah. What? No, it, he's awake when he does it is what Drew no, saying.
10: No, no. He's, uh, he's still really asleep.
3: No, he's awake. Mm. He's awake. You why sure, awake? Drew? Yeah. He just he gave her
4: excuses as to why he does it. Yeah. Well, not, so he, oh, my God, well, you're kidding. I'm doing that when
3: I'm asleep? Yeah. It's, no, it's, oh, it's because I'm stressed. Was uh, he surprised to find out that he did this in his sleep? Yes. He was?
10: Yeah, he Um. He said to me he never did it before. And um, I don't know. I uh, mean, this sometimes even happens after we make love, and we both um, are tired and then fall asleep, and then...
14: Like as a stallion, I swear to God. <laughs> that's bizarre. You got a good man on your hands you know, what's wrong with this why do you take offense to this
10: i don't know i feel weird then laying the whole night uh, next to him and yeah basically watching
14: it is he in like a nymphomaniac maybe or something pardon like a nymphomaniac or just has a, f- a fetish Well, you're something? watching it what what does he do
10: uh playing with himself <laughs>
4: <laughs> so he so he does he reach orgasm no no well, it, you know, people in comas. Well, it's just diddling. Yeah, himself. people in comas, the first thing they do is they come out of a deep coma is they start, men start handling their genitalia.
3: That's that. A, Which has got to be rough with the entire family standing around him crying. My God, uh, Larry's come back. Oh Christ! No, but
14: Larry's going. Hey, I got to see if this thing still works. <laughs>
4: no, but they, but they, there's some sort of uh, neurologic uh, circuitry there that that compels people to do that in altered states. And so maybe he's just so, doing that when he sleeps. It doesn't doesn't mean there's anything wrong with him or you necessarily. It's kind of
3: peculiar, but but he so just.
10: What What do you think? It's it's no, nothing. There should be done
2: anything about it, or.
3: Why don't you put one of those, you know when your dog is uh, biting itself and giving itself a rash a and cone. it's got worms yeah, and they, they go to the vet and they put that cone around his head so he can't get to himself <laughs> because he doesn't really know what he's doing? <laughs> they
14: put a cone. It is some
3: sort of cone skirt that a guy could put on or just that same cone just around uh, the testicles and penis. But you
14: know what though? I've woken up honestly in the middle of the night where you're like, you know, you're just and everything and, yeah, you know, I mean. Maybe... But he does it
4: all night long? yeah. And, and it offends you?
10: It offends me because uh, I cannot sleep, you know?
3: What does he do for a living that's so stressful?
10: Um, he's working in a very competitive place.
3: A all, he runs a porno shop. <laughs> What's he doing? He's a scientist. Scientist. Uh-huh. Maybe he's doing some sort of experiment on his own penis. No. <laughs> no. How, <laughs> how, how, how long have you known him for?
10: Um, we got to know each other for almost two years now.
4: And how's the relationship been?
10: It's great. We are both very passionate lovers. Oh. Uh, and we we have the same understanding of life and love. Where are you from? I'm coming from Europe.
14: Yeah, which uh, which You're part?
10: Germany.
14: Oh, Germany. Oh, Germany. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My, my mom was from Trier.
10: Yeah. So I'm calling you and you see how famous you are.
14: <laughs>
3: I had a sister from Mainz. Yeah? No. I <laughs> just made that up. Uh, all right. So you need to confront the guy. That's all. Well, she did. Well, she did. And he
4: said, "I." He said, "I." He doesn't have any explanation.
3: All right. Well, what what about what about waking him up each time he does it? There you go. Get get him up and make him urinate like your grandpa did.
2: Uh-huh.
4: Right now. <laughs> all or right. Just, don't make me explain this. Or
14: just join in, or go in the other room, or something.
4: Yeah. Sleep uh, on the couch. I, I you know I think you're you're offended. By, yeah, that's the other alternative. Is you can sleep in another part. Yeah, of another, sleep in another room. Yeah, another room, or another bed. But it's unfortunate that it keeps you awake. It's unfortunate you're offended by it. There may not they may not mean anything. Uh, I think Adam has a reasonable point. So There's the aversive conditioning of uh, waking him up every time he does it. It's like somebody's snoring. I mean, they eventually kind of stop and settle down. Right. Um, you know, uh, you, you have a if you're bothered by the behavior of your partner during the night, you have a right to make it stop. Yeah. But don't worry, there's anything necessarily wrong with him or wrong with the relationship. I'm not sure that that I can't conclude that that has anything to to bear here. Okay. Okay. All right.
3: All right. All right. That's um.
14: <laughs> Never had
3: that call, by the no, way. No, uh. that
14: that was strange. But but the cone thing.
3: Yeah, I think that's... That's a, an excellent idea. That's genius.
4: That's a genius thing. They have mittens we put on old people, and they pick at their skin and stuff.
14: Oh, really? Yeah. I'm going Just to invent like b- that.
4: Big oven cone. mittens.
3: R- well, no, they big, like,
4: like, <laughs> like, like uh, the, the pads you hold for... Uh,
3: boxing? Boxing, yeah.
14: Like the focus gloves, Yeah, you mean? focus gloves.
3: And they put them on when they're asleep? Yeah. So they don't... So uh, they can't pick at things.
14: Or, like, when you bite your fingernails, they put that stuff on there, and you, you no, can't No, no, this is, like, like a big bite. mittens. Oh, really?
3: He's got to put apple bitters on his penis, so... <laughs> All right. All right, running late for break. I I can't believe that. What what are we doing? Running late or something tonight? Did we were we just come we, back? we
4: came out of the first break of twenty six. Oh okay. We were
3: late getting here. All right, we'll uh, we'll uh, make it real fast and be back real quick with more Smash Mouth.
1: Ernie, the world's fastest drummer for Loveline. Too, 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 too high when I'm not drumming up a storm. <laughs> what was the rest of it? Loveline will be right back. If it's not, sue me or something. Okay, I'm talking to Brett Easton Ellis fans right now. Admit it, it's you. Ah! Now we know you're out there because since he went on his little hiatus, you've been bombarding us with emails. Where's Brett? Where's Brett? Where's Brett? Well, guess what? You win! Brett Easton Ellis is coming back to podcast one. But this time, it's commercial free, which should make you even happier. <laughs> Just go to podcast slash Brett and subscribe to the all-new commercial-free Brett Easton Ellis podcast. PodcastOne.com slash Brett, B-R-E-T.
10: Hi, this is Kristen Johnston from Third Rock from the Sun, and you're listening to
7: Loveline with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew.
3: Yes, you is, and tonight... Our guest is Smash Mouth.
7: Hi, guys.
14: Hi. Hello.
3: All right. uh, Let's see if we can uh, get through a few more calls before the uh, young night is over. John, you're 17.
10: Yeah, I got a question for Dr. Drew and for Adam. Yeah, John. All right. um, My question for Drew is um, about two months ago I got a blowjob, right, which is like um, the only thing I've ever done before and since then i've got like this rash on my penis and it's just like keeps spreading you know like to my testicles and stuff and scaring the hell out of me
3: maybe the guy had crabs in his mustache what does it look like
10: <laughs> um
3: is it just red or is it yeah you
10: know, it's red and it's kind of like flaking off a little bit
14: like psoriasis or something
10: and i have this um white bump on like the base of my penis but i've had that for a long time but, no, that's but since then it's like gotten really like sensitive and stuff
4: what's the white bump Drew? It's probably a penile papule, I suspect. But what, what I, you know, it's so hard to evaluate rashes. Uh, you're really not trained to describe them, so I, I can't know what you're talking about. I mean, you can get herpes from oral sex. Yeah, I know. It can happen, and herpes can look a little, can look peculiar. It doesn't doesn't always look like it's supposed to. Who was so who was the person who performed this on you?
10: I don't really know that well. I don't really remember. I don't know her name or nothing I don't like remember. that.
4: Remember. Well, you know, go to a doctor and see what's going on. It might be just a fungus, it might be an allergy, it could be a lot of different things.
12: Do I go like a general physician?
4: Sure, like just any right. And no, a dermatologist would be fine or a general doctor, okay? okay. How much penis does a
3: dermatologist usually look at?
4: Drew? A surprising amount. When I did a dermatolo- really? yeah, when I did a dermatology rotation, I was really surprised how much uh of that is brought to the How much long you were exposed yeah, to? Yeah.
3: It's <laughs> quite a bit. How many how many uh, what Was l- that noise you just heard? I have no idea. <laughs> Uh, engineer mike's doing his own show in there how many uh lineal feet of penis would you say you've looked at in your life my life yeah oh, okay <laughs> miles yeah really life. no just seriously one, just one black guy or is that a whole bunch of people well, no one black guy <laughs> all right there's nothing wrong with that kind of humor on the show john this is john holmes john
2: hey what's
7: up
3: hey you're 19 what's your question uh
2: just
7: want to say hi to dr drew and adam and hey. smash mouth how you guys doing good how are, how are you good um just kind of a quick question i was wondering where you got your name for your band
14: oh it's a, it's actually uh it's a sports analogy you know you've heard it you know in like football yeah. everybody says they're playing smash mouth football and kevin our drummer kind of uh he's a sports fanatic so a couple years ago he's like that'd be a great name I and agree. so it, it kind of stuck and i, I don't know
3: it's yeah. a mike ditka
14: ism isn't yeah, it yeah it's yes, mike ditka ism you've done your homework. <laughs>
8: John,
7: man. Oh, that's cool I was just also saying that Yeah, you guys make great music And stuff We just kind of started Hearing it up here In Santa Barbara so. Oh, you're in Santa Barbara Yeah, yeah Right on Hey, yeah, thanks for uh,
14: um, Yeah, sooner or later Of course we will We're going to try To make it everywhere
7: Yeah, they'll be Giving away stuff From you guys on the radio For contests and stuff So I got you Really TV. It's pretty good Right on, man Yeah Alright, cool Thanks a lot Later Take
14: care Oh,
3: You could do worse Than growing up in Santa Barbara Yeah Couldn't you? Yeah Oh, I mean uh, North Hollywood is uh, I grew up in North Hollywood. That is Beirut compared to Santa Barbara. Santa, so Santa Barbara.
14: It's, it's nice. It's, it's beautiful. beautiful. It's really we, cool. Cool. we have some friends yeah. Brett and Katie we got to say hi to actually. they live in Santa Barbara.
3: Yeah, I mean uh, if if you got a prom and you grew up in Santa Barbara then that's a that's a chemical imbalance. It's not it's not nurture. You know what I mean?
4: Yeah.
3: Huh? Mm. It's not the environment. Mm. Okay, Drew. Would you just go along with me, for Christ's <laughs> sake? What are we going to do? <laughs> pull a bunch of Santa Barbarians? Stephanie. Yeah. Hey, you're 24.
5: Hi, hi, Adam, Drew, guys from Smash Mouth. How's it going? Good. Good.
14: Good. How are you doing?
5: Okay, I have a problem that really sucks. Um, I, I like sex when I, you know, when me and my girlfriend finally get around to it, I like it. But it takes me a long time to, to want to do it, and she gets really mad. Mm-hmm. Problems between us and. I want to know if there's something wrong with me. And, like, I've heard that you can take, like, testosterone, but I don't want to turn into a guy. I don't want, like,
3: hair Th- on my chest. This is your Boy, girlfriend. Like uh-huh. Right? And you know, she can't go to the driving range and hit a bucket or something while she's waiting? <laughs>
14: <laughs> Are you really gay, though? Yeah.
5: Well, no, you, yeah. Um, well, if it
14: takes you that long to get into it, maybe.
5: No, I, I mean, I've been like this, you know. Um,
14: You're off for like, a month now. <laughs> I've had no
5: sex drive for a long time, so I don't know what.
4: No, what going you on. forever?
5: No, not forever. Um, I, you know, like back when I was like high, whenever seventeen, when I first started having sex. You know, you're you're pretty much a nympho at that time. But as time goes on, you kind of, you know.
14: You're a nympho. Well,
5: not a nympho.
14: Wow, <laughs> seventeen! I, you're team. all hey, I'm seventeen. I'm a nympho now. What the hell? Are are you full fledged <laughs> lesbian, Stephanie?
5: Yeah. Um, I. I Doesn't think sound
14: I like am. it. Card carrying. I think it doesn't I sound like it. I think you dabble.
5: No. Oh God, no, no. Okay, let's put it this way. I mean, I've I've played both sides of the of the field here, okay. and ever since I was first with, first with a girl, I've never gone back. And when I was a little kid, I used to like hang Playboy pictures in my treehouse. So I think that's you know a pretty good indication and. When I was with guys, I had to think about a girl to get, you know, to get off or
4: whatever. Yeah, and, um, same way with me. Are you on any medication? <laughs> none, none. No medication.
14: Does um kind of think about a girl to get off? Well, I do. Uh, well, I'm, I I hope you do. Yeah. Well, I'm, I I yeah. mean, we have like this common bond since I walked in, and all of a sudden, if you start saying, you know, you've got Playgirl pictures in your car <laughs> on no. your steering wheel, I'm all okay. We've got problems.
3: No, I you want know, the thing about the Playgirl that's funny is they half guys nude, but instead of just like in Playboy. The chicks are nude, but they're lying on a bed. And play girl, the guys are nude, but they're working.
14: Oh, the guy's got like a the fireman guy, suit. Guys wearing a pair of red wing boots and a hard and hat. The guy's shaft is hanging over his thigh, and he's all, "Hey, what's up?" He's <laughs> carrying
3: like a okay. sheet of
14: C D X ply, but his dick's hanging out. <laughs> I don't know why women I mean, need to see look. guys nude working. Well, they're all oiled down, and they're just like, "What's up?" He's yeah, got a like, tool belt on, and he's going, "Hey, what's up?" <laughs> he's under a car. I just up. got done pounding some payment. I'm out here, got my cock. So, <laughs> <sighs> Sorry,
3: it's up on a lift, and he's uh, changing the torque converter in <laughs> an El Camino. But he's, Dad, naked. he's got his
14: shaft hanging out. He's like, "Okay, check it out. <laughs> hey, watch your eye." So, Stephanie, how long does it take <laughs> you? About, to, watch your uh, I got, something <laughs>
3: coming around here. How long does it take you to uh, get get into sex or get up for sex?
5: Well. I could go, I can go like three weeks to a month without feeling any um, desire, without getting horny, okay? And my and my girlfriend, she's like, she wants it pretty regularly, like practically every day.
2: Mm-hmm.
14: And,
5: you know, I, I, I guess I could do it, you know.
14: It doesn't sound like you have a problem. It's just like maybe you're not into it as much as she is.
5: No, I mean, I love her. I mean, I'm in love with her. She's in love with me. I, I'm yeah. almost
9: positive of that.
14: Tell her you um, got a blow-up doll or something. I don't know.
3: All right, I, I, don't, want to sound, I don't want to sound rude or anything, uh-huh. but uh, how much do you have to rally for lesbian sex, really? I mean, couldn't you just kind of hang out and let her do her thing on you? Well, I You know I what mean, I mean? I, I don't want to sound degrading or anything, no, but I'm, come I'm on. How much dollar. work does it take just to... Just <laughs> grab
14: a smoke and kick back. <laughs> grab a smoke and a beer and just kick back. Say, go for it. I
5: don't, even, I don't even, like, want to be touched. Wow, I, it's really weird.
3: Jeez, uh, man, I'm, I'm this close to this gambling on This is a Doctor Drew here. question yeah, here. Is I'm,
5: I'm, I'm the performer. Yeah. I like. Is he gaining on her? Huh?
3: We ever touched uh, when you didn't want to be touched at some point in your life? Um, well. Yeah. No. What happened? What turned nothing, you from?
5: Really? Um, nothing. I mean, okay, I have a cousin that was molested. Um
3: uh-huh.
5: her, her, um stepfather is the one who molested her, and he would try it with me, but I, you know, I was pretty. You know, ever since I was a little kid, I was kind of like... A try it. Thing. And I would tell him, you know, no, leave me alone, whatever. So I don't...
4: It's I still pretty disturbing. Bad. How it's old were dist- you?
5: How old was I at that time?
4: Yeah, when probably it started.
5: About, I don't know, really young, probably around seven or
14: something. No, that's very, very traumatic for a seven-year-old. I mean, but just just trying it, that's that's wrong. And that, but, I mean, that's you where just that, don't um, say he, he tried it on me. You know, they made an attempt to do something that's completely very disturbing. But
2: do you think that could Yeah, it's
3: not like he's trying doctor? to get you to eat Brussels sprouts or something, <laughs> uh,
14: Stephanie. This guy is is coming on to you yeah. sexually.
2: Well, yeah.
5: It's very but traumatic. But maybe but
14: consciously you don't know you have a problem, but subconsciously there's something that's bugging you. Maybe yeah. you should uh, talk to somebody about that one. Well,
5: I don't. But well, so counseling what might help? Or?
14: Seriously, I mean, you never know what's going to come out once you talk to somebody that you know, that really can listen to you and, you know, and kind of figure out what's going on in your head. I mean, and, you know. And here's the deal, too.
3: You're calling us because you you perceive this as a problem.
2: It
14: is. It All
3: right. Is. Well, okay. Now it's a problem. Fine. Now you have, to, you have to deal with it. You have to talk to someone about it, and you have to try to change it so you can salvage the relationship. Yeah.
14: My uh, guess is... Uh, it doesn't some, sound like it's going to fix it today. I mean, well, unless okay, you, well. like, address it with somebody.
5: I'm going go to go to a psychologist or a doctor, a counselor, whatever. Just go I'm to a counselor talk and just him, and talk. And then this is going to make me horny
14: again? <laughs> no, I'm just saying, but it's it's a step to recovery. I mean, if it, that's a problem, you know. You know, if you have a problem with sex with uh, your partner.
4: Yeah, it's going to make you have intimate feelings. For, it, it could uh, free you to have intimate totally. feelings for your partner again. Yes. It's like exactly. putting up a wall, yes.
14: you know. I mean, you know, breaking. It, it down. It takes a long time, though. But, yeah. You,
4: know.
2: you, don't, you don't think it could be like a hormone imbalance
5: or anything like yeah, that? I
4: mean, there is always that possibility. Are you menstruating normally?
5: Um, oh, I, for the most part.
4: I mean, it, it would be very unusual for a 24-year-old to have hormonally induced libido problems. You haven't had shit any children. Sometimes that can happen after a baby, but it would be very unusual. You can go on the birth, birth control pill. Sometimes that helps women restore libido. No, no, no. But I, I don't think that's Stephanie's no, at all.
14: This is... Just her mentioning uh, that, that, the cousin tried that. Cousin's that
3: stepdad trying to like, feel her up at seven and her trying to push him away.
14: That's almost the first step. She kind of like said... I'm gonna tell you right now that somebody tried to touch me. Right. I mean, you're, you, you know, party is wanting to talk about it, so. Right. I would definitely maybe go see somebody. Go in
3: and investigate. And and don't go in with that attitude uh, like you're bringing your car in for a tune-up or yeah. something, where you're just going to go in, you're going to read a magazine for 20 minutes, and uh, happy motoring. It's going to be a little bit of a process, but uh, you're worth it. And believe me, you got to do it. Otherwise, um, this woman you're dating is going to uh, hit you over the head with her acoustic guitar. <laughs> okay, because we all know that the lesbians play the acoustic guitar. <laughs> it's
14: the Lilith's Fair. <laughs> <laughs>
1: back love line i'll be right back after we kill the singer oh
7: no go ahead sorry <laughs>
3: We don't have time, Drew. You talking about that call? Yeah. Uh, that doesn't mean anything to me. She loves you. Oh, okay. Well, just to know I'm loved. All right, that's good enough. Uh, What the hell? Smash Mouth. Thank you very much. Thanks for having us. For having us. Uh, you guys have to come in whenever you're back this way and do a yeah. uh, full two-hour stay yeah, here that'd on be great. Love Line.
14: I would love to. But This
3: awesome. uh, you, this way you sort of uh, will we'll wean you on to Loveline. You mm. do an hour, you pass the hour we're test cutting, with cutting flying colors. Cutting the teeth. Right. You'll be back for a full two, and then we'll see you up at Camp KOME yeah, you in guys about are three up. days.
14: Sa- Saturday's going to be insane. You guys going to love it.
3: Absolutely. And I you, want and I, us,
14: you and I are hitting a strip club.
3: And not only are we going to hit a strip club, I want us to wear the same outfits. <laughs> we have to. I'm want we're going like, to
14: wear like, like totally sky blue tuxedos.
3: <laughs> no, I was thinking like a gaucho and cool <laughs> fine. We sort of thing. That. Whatever it is, I want us to dress a like.
14: I'll wear like a banana hammock.
3: That's the difference between, <laughs> the difference between guys and women is, uh, when women go out in the same
14: blouse, they, they're pissed off. I'll wear a marble sack and we'll just roll into a strip club and I'll, i have a marble sack on. You'll wear like a banana hammock and yeah. we'll just roll in.
3: I'd like to thank Cherry and Lisa, Elvis not here, I was sick, and Ann for putting the show the way she does. Yes, and so of course the one that won our engineer, Mike. And until next time, this is Adam Kroll for Dr. Drew saying, goodbye.
1: This has been Loveline. The opinions expressed herein are certainly opinions. That's for sure. If you'd like a written transcript of today's program, probably should have written it down yourself and if you did we'd like a copy love line producer Ann wilkins this broadcast was copyright 1997 westwood one entertainment this music is mxbx on tooth and nail records sit Obo. Obo, stop dragging your butt across the carpet this concludes another podcast one.com program